This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. This program is sponsored by HeartWise Ministries. You've got questions? Cardiologist Dr. James Markham has answers, and he's here with us today via Skype to share some insights into a common complaint. Our Q&A questions are taken directly from the HeartWise Ministries website. Today we talk about stress. Are you ready for this, Dr. Markham? I am, Charles. Are you ready for this? I am, and I hope that you give me some good news here, because in this stressful time, we need good news. We need to know how to deal with that. And as a matter of fact, that is one of the first questions that came in on this subject to heartwiseministries.org. And it says here, here's the question. Since the pandemic, my stress level is through the roof. I can't sleep well, and my mind is easily distracted. Headaches are another problem as well. Can you give me some suggestions on how to lower my stress levels? Yeah, and that is an important uh, topic that we need to deal with. And I'm going to sort of set a framework for this so people can understand the magnitude and what stress really does to the body. Mm-hmm. Stress makes the body's chemicals go awry. Chemicals like adrenaline, that's the one that goes up when you're scared, raises your blood pressure, gets oxygen flowing through your body. Cortisol helps the metabolism. A lot of inflammatory mediators, the cytokines, go up when a body's under stress. We've also looked at people's DNA. That's the hardwire part of the computer. We notice that the software that affects the hardware changes, becomes mutated. We call this part of this epigenetics. Mm -hmm. So stress changes your epigenetics. So if you've ever looked at a leader, let's say a president or someone that's a king or who that's under a lot of mental and physical stress, Mm -hmm. if you look at them when they go into the office, you know, they look much different when they come out of the office. That's for sure. Oh, yes. You know, all the mental stress, all the physical stress, the demands of the job just causes these chemical, physical, and genetic changes Mm -hmm. that age the body. So let's say everyone in your family had a certain genetic condition. And genetics are very important in understanding a body and in understanding stress. So if everyone in the Charles Mills family, for instance, had aneurysms or strokes when they got older, Mm -hmm. and you had a lot of stress on your body, that would make the chemicals that would make your blood pressure go up. And if you normally would have that problem or that part wear out at age 90, if you had lots of stress on your body, that would incrementally wear out sooner. So stress no matter where it comes from, physiologically ages the body, ages genetics. Mm -hmm. So long-term stress, and I'm not talking about stress if a car is coming at you, not that type, but long-term stress that's unchecked wears the body out. Mm -hmm. So if we think about our world, we're under more stress than ever before. Oh, man, yes. 
you know, stresses that we don't even think about. And this pandemic, oh boy, what a stressor, you know? People were not worshiping as much. The families were separated. People were not going to school. And then the media, oh my, mm-hmm. how do you know who or what to believe? True. Everyone's saying something, all the literature that comes out there, mm-hmm. one study says another, another says something else. It's very hard to know who or what to believe. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to people about stress, I want them to understand that it's a problem no matter where it's coming from in your life, whether it's not sleeping well at night. Some people are stressed by the news. Some people get in these habits of these mobile devices that stress them. It's an addictive behavior. Some people have the stress of food. Some people have the stress of wanting to be a workaholic. Some people have jobs that are stressful. I had a very stressful job and just cutting back my hours has decreased my stress levels. And I've seen my physiology, my sleep improve, my blood pressure, my blood sugar all improve just by taking charge of that. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I talk to everyone is let's start with a biblical prescription, something that we can know that's true, something that we can depend on. Remember, stress, anxiety, fear, all of that is not God's original plan, you know, and one of the worst types of stress is this, what we hear is PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. People are seeing things that they never were designed to see or experience. And that constant bombardment in their brain stresses them out. They change their genetics. They make epinephrine and cortisol and inflammatory mediators for long terms of time. Then something sooner or later wears out. When it wears out, they have a symptom. They go to the doctor. When they go to the doctor, the doctor says, you have a symptom. Here, let me give you a medication. Mm, yeah, Yeah. I see that over and over. And that might not be the best approach or even the approach that you want to have. Mm -hmm. So one of the texts that I try to offer people that are under stress, including myself, is from Philippians 4 verse 6. And in that text, it says, be anxious for nothing. Mm -hmm. Easier said than done. But now it gives us what we can do. But in everything, in everything, all the stressors that God knew we were going to come under, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. It's hard to be stressed when you're thankful. Let your requests be known to God. So that's one very valuable biblical prescription I think that's very helpful. When you're under stress, pray about it. Take it to God. Be thankful for what he's doing and realize that sometimes he uses the stress in life, even though it's hurting our physical temple, to bring us closer to him. Mm -hmm. So we can actually bring glory to God through our stress in how we handle our stress. Does that make sense? It does. And it also reminds us every time that we're not alone in this thing. We have help right there, a prayer away. Yeah. And another thing is, you know, our bodies, none of us are going to last forever, right? And in dealing with stress, realizing this world, this stressful, fearful world is not our home. Amen. We're just passing through. And we want to make each day a good day. And another biblical prescription, I love it, is in Matthew eleven twenty eight. It says, and this is Christ's words himself. It says, come to me, come to me. Not your doctors first, not your psychiatrists first, not the internet first. It says, come to me, 
all you who labor and are heavy laden. I think that would count for stress, no matter where it's coming from. And I will, I will give you, it's a gift. I'm going to give you rest. So one of the treatments for stress is, of course, worship, coming to Christ in worship, and he's going to give you rest. Rest is so important in stress. We have the physical rest, the nighttime rest, taking a day off a week is also a biblical prescription, a Sabbath day's rest, very, very important. Letting the mind rest, and if you're busy with a job, having time to process life, to think about things so you're not just running from one task to another, all of these are important concepts in understanding how stress affects the entire body. But sometimes, Charles, stress is hidden. You know, we've talked in other programs about how blood pressure is hidden, but sometimes stress is hidden. We don't even know we're undergoing stress because our culture is so distorted right now. We don't have a culture of rest. And this pandemic that we've been under, this constant bombardment of fear and telling people what they have to do and how they should think and what they should do, all of this has also created another level of stress likely we haven't experienced before. Some people are not resting well. The cell phone and media, that is a stressor for some people. It becomes an addictive behavior. Mm -hmm. And everyone, when they don't have the most important thing in life, which is a relationship with Christ, when we're coming to him, when we don't do that, it creates so much stress because that's not how we were designed to be. We were designed to worship and to be with our creator. We were designed to handle our pains and our trials and our fears with him involved. When we don't do that, we have to look at other things to help us cope. And unfortunately, some of those other things are not so good. And right now, in America, we have a fentanyl crisis. People are turning to drugs to help them cope. Some people turn to alcohol to help them cope. Some people turn to staying busier. Some people turn to food to help them cope. So when a person is anxious and have fear in their lives, the key is to, to get back to a biblical perspective and then let God's through the Holy Spirit, start to change you and realize that even if you're doing that because of this bad genetics, this bad world we have in, we might not ever be perfect. We might not ever be free of stress, but we can know what to do with the stress that we have. Is this all making sense? It is, and it's wonderful. And we're going to take a short break here, Dr. Mark. And when we come back, I have another question here about stress and the heart being a cardiologist. I'm sure you have a lot to say about that topic. So everybody stay right where you are. Searching for a health program that is doable? A program without fad diets or miracle pills? Biblical Prescriptions for Life is a seven-week interactive program designed to help you implement biblical health principles one step at a time. Weekly small group study sessions begin with health principles presented by Dr. James Markham. Daily messages in the study guide will support you in implementing these life-changing biblical prescriptions. Visit biblicalprescriptionsforlife.com to learn more. That's biblicalprescriptionsforlife.com. It's time for a HeartWise Health Break. 
If you're ever afflicted with a muscle injury, stretching may speed up the healing process. Researchers in Greece studied 80 athletes suffering from pulled hamstrings. Half stretched their hamstrings four times a day, the other half only once. The four times a day stretchers regained full range of motion faster and resumed full activity about two days sooner. Hold off at least 48 hours after the injury before you begin your healing stretches. But don't wait until you've injured yourself to enjoy the benefits of stretching. A daily 15-minute routine of careful bending, reaching, twisting, and extending allows your muscles and tendons to become more flexible and strong. You'll also move more fluidly, and if you ever do fall or overdo, you just might escape serious injury. To learn more about gaining and maintaining optimum health, visit heartwiseministries.org. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. Our guest today, Dr. James Markham, cardiologist, founder, director of HeartWise Ministries. He's here via Skype. And we're talking about stress today, and we're addressing some questions that have come into the heartwiseministries.org website. And Dr. Markham, I love what you said at the first part of the program here. Getting back to God is a stress reliever. Getting back to Christ to understand his presence in our life is one way. It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual medication that we can take to help lower that stress. Here's the next question from the heartwiseministries.org website. Is it possible, Dr. Markham, to have a heart attack if you have too much stress? Yes, and I've seen more of this type of heart attack the last year or two since the pandemic than I've ever seen before. And we give it a condition called the broken heart syndrome. Mm -hmm. It was first described in Japan. And what happens in this type of heart attack, remember there's different types of heart attacks. And in this type of heart attacks, there's so much stress on the body. And that stress can come from emotional stress, something traumatic, usually the loss of a loved one, seeing something in a battlefield, we've seen that cause it. It also can be just severe illness can cause the heart to be weak because it puts such stress on the body. Um, I was in the hospital last week and I saw someone that had, we call it a stress-induced cardiomyopathy or weak heart. They had a stress-induced cardiomyopathy because they were doing um, methamphetamines. They were doing so much drugs and they were so addicted to that, that put such stress on their system that it caused a heart attack. When they come into the hospital, Charles, it looks just like a heart attack from a blocked artery. They have chest pains. They have EKG changes. They have blood work changes. We look at something called troponin. We put an echocardiogram on them and they have weak heart muscles. So it looks identical to a heart attack. And what we have to do usually is make sure it's not the more traditional causes of heart attack, which is cholesterol in the arteries that rupture those types. So we usually have to take pictures of the arteries. And when we take pictures of the arteries, we see that the arteries have no blockages at all usually. Mm -hmm. And the heart muscle is weak. Yeah. 
So yes, that's a very common cause, stress. And you know, even if stress is not making your heart weak, stress is never good for any part of the heart, any part of the body, because as we talked about early, it ages our genetics. Mm -hmm. So if everyone in your family is prone to have heart attacks at age 70 or 80, and you're under extreme stress, that heart attack might age your genetics so it happens that much sooner. Oh, boy. Because I've learned that in life, you know, there's some people that do everything right. You know, they eat healthy, they exercise, they do the best with the stress that they can, and they still have health problems. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes it's just purely genetics. But I've also noticed that the more you stay with lifestyle changes that are healthy, the longer you do that, it sort of lowers the chance prolongs you having a problem for many years. So I had someone the other day that everyone in their family had heart attacks in their 40s and 50s. Well, they took really good care of themselves. They didn't have their heart problems till they were 75, 80. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, if they wouldn't have done these things, they might have been with the genetics, their genetics, they stored fat in the arteries and it might have come on that much sooner. But they were feeling a little bit discouraged because they said, listen, I do all these things right and I still have it. Yeah. And I said, well, that's the world we live in, but we got some great modern technology that can help take care of your symptoms. But then I tell them, you know, the real source of healing, you can have that. And that's in our text, you know, where we talk about coming to me and I will give you permanent healing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God allows, even allows stress to inhabit our bodies if we can use that stress to bring us closer to him, to bring glory to him, I would rather have a little stress in my life and live forever and be healed permanently than think I didn't have any stress or try to deal with my stress from unbiblical manners, yes, whether yes, that be yes. drug or alcohol or whatever. Do some stress need medications? You know, in years ago, Almost everyone that got stressed got put on pills yeah. like Valium and Ativan and Xanax. Mm -hmm. Well, I would dare say that most stress does not need pills. Mm -hmm. Most stress and anxiety needs Jesus. Jesus mm -hmm. is the key to health. And as we do that, he's going to sort of let you know the lifestyle changes and the things you need to do to manage it, even though things might not be perfect in your life. So the three things I want to leave people with with stress today is, number one, Jesus is the key to health. He's going to direct your past. Two, get some rest, a weekly rest, a nightly rest. Quit processing things. Put down your cell phone, your modern media. And another thing that's very helpful with stress is get outside and walk. Take a walk about do 30, 40 minutes a walk a day with some deep breathing that helps make some endorphins, which turns down the stress chemistry. If you do those three things, you can turn down adrenaline and cortisol, and it might help your life tremendously, slowing down genetic aging and some of the problems we've talked about. And turn oh off the media. Turn you off don't the media. need all that negative. <laughs> Remember our text, Thanksgiving. So find some things to be thankful for. I like the fact that you said today, and you've said this often on this program, that 
God doesn't say, you know, hey, if you do what I say, you're going to have perfect health. But we can say you're going to have optimum health, as, as good as it gets for you and your genetic load and, the, and whatever's been passed down to you. Would I be right in saying that? Charles, that is perfect. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. And, you know, and the hope in that is even if we aren't perfect here, yeah. we know when we walk with Jesus, Amen. when he's our Lord and Savior, someday it's not going to be this way. And that keeps us from loving this world so much that we get caught up in everything. Yeah. We don't want to love this world. We want to love where we're going, who we're going to be with, and all of those promises that we can take to the bank. That is one of the best, the best treatment for stress and anxiety. We have time for one more question here, and it has to do with digestion. Mm -hmm. I have digestion problems. The writer says, my husband thinks it's stress. Could it be? And, and how do I help with my digestive stress? Yeah, it could be related to your digestive tract. And if you think about the things that put stress on the digestion mm -hmm. is things, for instance, eating big at night, mm -hmm. eating too much food, eating too much processed foods, and the brain, getting, keeping the brain stressed, which does the digestion. So if a person can really work on maybe eating earlier in the day, plant-based diets with lots of fiber, try to eliminate as many foreign substances that they're stressing their GI tract with that might not be able to handle it. Um, work with your brain to keep the brain as least stressed as it can so you can digest better. That's going to be a great place to start in dealing with chronic bowel syndromes. Mm. We hear one called irritable bowel yes, syndrome. Yes. Now, the doctors, the gastroenterologists will look at your bowels to make sure it's nothing serious. But a lot of times it can be just because we're stressing our bowels, both from our brain mm -hmm. and the things we're giving to our bowels. Mm -hmm. And the bowels, when they're stressed, turns around and causes us to have more stress. It's sort of a cycle there, would you say? Yeah, everything sort of works together. You know, <laughs> yeah, if you have stress from knee pain, that's yeah. going to affect your brain. It's yeah. going to make your blood pressure. So everything. And if you have been stressed from multiple organs, yeah. things really get out of control quick. So that's why we wanted to talk to everyone today about stress, realizing that we have a place to turn to, to start with. He's gonna, God's going to help us in our walk with him. And there's tons of people that will help you being in community with believers, but deep breathing, walking, resting, all those are great places to start in dealing with chronic stress and chronic anxiety. But it's a problem. And yes. if we don't deal with it now, it's going to eventually cause us to have even more problems down the road. Dr. Markham has been with us today via Skype. This program is sponsored by HeartWise Ministries and heartwiseministries.org is the website. Lots of resources there. And I, I think what I hear you saying, Dr. Markham, is that there's hope. We, we can't just give up hope and say, oh, nothing can help me. There's hope. Am I right in saying that? That is perfect, Charles. There's hope, but that hope is not coming from our world. This is hope that's coming from supernatural power that we can plug in today. And if, if I have a brief second, I'd like to have a prayer for our listeners today. Please, yes. Father God, there's so much stress in this world. You knew that when you gave us these promises of Scripture coming to you, and you're going to give us rest, Father. For everyone out there, I just want to pray for them that they find you, Father. They look into the Word for biblical prescriptions, and they help finding a path that will help lower their stress level today and realizing that the stress will not be with us when we all get to heaven. Amen. That's where we all want to be is our prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Markman. Listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. James Markman. 
inviting you to remain heartwise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on HeartWise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to heartwiseministries.org. HeartWise is a listener-supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is heartwiseministries.org. Music